0: What's going on on my podcasters? C Jizzle and the Motherfucking Wizzle bringing you another episode. Um, I don't really have too much to talk about tonight, but we got a few things to discuss. Um, I am drinking a little bit of beer tonight again for the second time. Um, a little four pack again. Nothing too serious, but I felt like last night I didn't really get a chance to really celebrate, so that's what we're doing tonight, kind of celebrating for the second time in a row. And as soon as I get my first check, I'm going to celebrate for my new job. I'm going to celebrate again. I'm going to grill out with my mom, buy her whatever she wants, whatever she wants. She wants a big fucking fat ass steak. That's what she's going to get. She wants to have a six pack of Corona to go with it. That's what she's going to get. And I'm going to start spoiling my mom a little bit more because my mom's kind of down and out on her luck right now. And her health's kind of declining and I want to be able to make memories while we still can so now that I have a new job to where I am going to be a little bit more better off then maybe we can do more things together you know um, she had just mentioned the other day whenever I was over there that she wanted to grill out she didn't have the charcoal to do it and I'm sure she didn't want to go out there and do it herself you know she has rheumatoid arthritis so just for her to grip a plate or for her to stir up mashed potatoes is very hard for her. Her joints are like crippled. Uh, she's taking a shot like once a week and mind you she she's on the state medicare or state medical or whatever you want to call it. It's $3,000 for each shot and she takes them every week so you do the math. There's many other people out there that have illnesses just like her, and they have state medical coverage, and they don't have to pay for it, but the state does, you know, and us taxpayers have to foot the bill, you know, and I'm not saying that we should stop funding those type of people because they need the care, but at the same time, that's a lot of fucking money for one person, you know, that can't afford it. There's a lot of people in this state that can't afford their medicines. And they just get it through the through the state. I think something's got to give with that, but um, anywho, I'm very excited still. I don't know how to contain myself. Um, like I said on my last podcast, I'm not only excited for the money that's going to be coming, but I'm excited for the management position that I finally have have gotten. Something that I actually deserve. Uh, I've been working many jobs, many years, breaking my back. And the fact that I actually, with my credentials and everything, I actually went out there and got a manager job. And I'm going to be getting paid $17 an hour. Is just, I I feel like it's my birthday. I really do. (laughs) Which, by the way, my birthday is coming up on June 30th. I'll be 32 years old I feel like I'm getting older um, I haven't really figured out what I want to do for my birthday yet I thought about waiting until closer to that time to grill out with my mom um, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to get my birthday off especially with this new job me just starting and everything um, so I might have to party the weekend before or you know uh i still get paid every two weeks at this new job i thought it was every week but it's every two weeks but i don't really care because i'm going to be making like 450 a week extra plus i'm going to be making 500 dollars more a month than what i would working where i'm at because the hourly rate alone what i'm going to be making hourly between the taco joint and the pizza place, I'm going to make $500 extra a month just on the 3 or $4 difference and then um, you take the 40 hours times 17 uh, it gives you like over $650 I do believe, I'm not sure but it's a lot of money it's probably more than that actually So. I'm the type of guy that I don't need a lot of money to live on I've been living off of this part-time job and paying the bills so yeah I kind of needed some more money for groceries and whatever but $200, $300 that ain't nothing. It's gonna be really a cakewalk for me. Um, I still have some things I need to go out and buy before I start saving and when I say saving, I'm going to be saving every nickel and dime. Um, but I still have some things I got to buy before I do that. I got to go out and buy some more shorts, some more summer clothes. Um, I got to buy another pair of shoes because you know when these pair of shoes fall apart, I'm not going to have another pair of shoes. So I need to go out and buy another pair of shoes. Um, I need to get my bike put back in the shop. I need to get it fixed before winter time comes because that's going to be my only way back and forth to work and instead of fixing up my um, touring bike that I have with the French rims on it, with the skinny tires, I'm going to fix up Dale I'm going to fix up the 29 inch bike that I have because like I said I really need it come this winter and I want to make sure it's in mint condition and ready to go by the time that November hits So got a little bit more time to get it done, but I'm going to have to special order um, a rear derailleur to get the gear shifting right. Um, and hopefully, with this new job, they give me a pay card. I, I'm pretty sure they will, because most of those corporate businesses like Pizza Hut, they don't give paper checks. I'm pretty sure. Even if they do... It'll probably be the first time I'll end up opening up a bank account somewhere, so. Well, opening up an account at a credit union because I can't get a bank account, so. Long story short. um, But nobody at this job that I'm working knows. Nobody that I work with knows that I've gotten another job yet. And I'm trying to keep it that way. Because I'm not supposed to hear anything back for the next few days. The pay period ended on Saturday for this job, for my old job. So I got Saturday, I got Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, where I'm going to be getting paid. It's going to be extra money. And I'm pretty sure that check, I'm not going to get paid until next week or the week after that. Actually, yeah, it's going to be in two weeks, so I'm going to have like a few days, maybe three or four days, maybe more, depending on how long this background check takes. So I'm going to have like a week's pay, Uh, but I'm going to have to wait two weeks in order to get it, if that makes any sense. So basically, Um, when I start this new job and I get within my first week... I'm going to have a whole other week that i got to go until I get paid from this new job. But I'm going to get paid from my old job on that in-between, you know what I'm saying? So I'm still going to have some money coming in. And at first I was kind of guilty, I was feeling like shit. I'm like, you know, you should probably let them know. You should probably put in your two weeks. But a part of me also said that you shouldn't because what if you don't get the job? Which I know my background is squeaky clean, but... You know, I would hate to put in my two weeks and then for some fucked up reason I don't get the job. I know they told me that I have the job and everything, but just deep down in my mind, I don't like putting all my eggs in one basket. Until I know for sure, 100%. So... I'm just going to have to give it to them cold turkey. The old job, the taco joint, because... I gotta look out for me at the end of the day, um, you know, and who can blame somebody for wanting to better themselves, going from 12.50 an hour to 17 an hour, I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do, and considering that they're not willing to work around my schedule, and they've already made that clear, I can't put in my two weeks notice, you know, and if I did put in my two weeks notice right now, they'd probably cut my hours back, just because. So I'm gonna stick it out, and it's the first time that I've ever done it. But I'm just gonna have to quit, cold, cold turkey, just quit on them. You know, there ain't gonna be a week notice or a two week notice. It's just that's just the way it goes. And um, I thought at first, you know. I should give them two week notice, like I said, because let's say things don't work out, I could go back to that taco joint. But I don't really want to go back. You know, I could find another part time job somewhere else and not have to worry about all the dumb bullshit that goes on there. Like I said, the other night, whenever I had that problem with the soda and we were slammed and my coworker needed beans and he was calling out for someone to bring some beans and the, and the general manager was sitting back on her ass in the office. That kind, of, that kind of drew the line for me. Especially, you know, since I had another job lined up. So that's what I mean whenever I say that you should watch how you treat your employees. You should treat them like gold because that's all you have. Um, you should pay them what they deserve to be paid you should you should chip in just as much as they do instead of putting all the work on them because they're gonna get frustrated they're gonna get worn out and they're gonna quit so a good manager is there to help you somebody to support you somebody that's gonna teach you and help you and we're both gonna get through it together she you know, that general manager doesn't. She just leaves you there with fucking ten things to do and you know has you doing all of her dirty work for her, so Today it was funny because I was working with a coworker and this coworker's really cocky, you know, she's really she thinks that since she's been there a while she's untouchable. But here I am doing her job. Just as good as she is. Anywho, today, I made a comment and I said, Man, in a couple more months, it's going to be fair time and it's going to be crazy just to see how busy it gets. Even though I know that I'm not going to be there during fair time. And so, she has the balls to say, Oh, you just wait. Wait. She says, you just wait. You're going to be back here frying twice as much stuff because we're going to have to fry all the stuff for the fairgrounds. And I was thinking in the back of my mind, yeah, right, you're going to be the one frying everything. (laughs) But, yeah, I didn't know that. Whenever the fair comes around, we have to prepare all the food to take to the fairgrounds for them to have because they don't have fryers and stuff out of the fairgrounds. So... We'll be frying twice as much stuff whatever we have for that store plus whatever that's at the fairgrounds and um that's a lot of shit. you know plus you got your customers that are already coming in there and it's already busy enough you can't really get any frying done so anywho um and there's many times where they fry shit up for other stores like or or make stuff for other stores because they were making a a pot of beans for the other location across town so they were making our beans plus the other store's beans plus all the other prep cook that we had to do for our store you know and it's just ridiculous you know we shouldn't have to we shouldn't have to do twice as much work for another store it shouldn't be that way so and all because they said that the kettle was broke over there. Well, it's costing you more money in gas to drive across town than it is to just get the fucking shit fixed. So, it's costing you more in labor to have the people make the beans for another store. And it's costing you more in gas than if they can just make their shit at the other store. So, it's really, you know, in the long run, it's really costing you a lot of money. But these guys are cheapskates. If they can get away with not fucking fixing something, or if they can just jerry-rig it or whatever, they'll do that. Because they're rich. Well, I don't want to say they're rich, but they're really well-off. They have a lot of toys, and they have big houses and shit. And they have to, they have to um, pinch every penny that they can. So they're... They're Taiwans. You know, even if you uh, dropped, like, a couple chips on the floor, they would throw a fit. They'd be like, hey, you know, a couple chips here and a couple chips there makes a whole nacho. You know, they get pretty fucking tight. They don't want us using a certain container to put the fries in. The ones that we've been using, which is what the nachos come in. But we've been putting our large fries in this plastic container instead of the cardboard ones because you get more fries. You know, and these people are paying a good amount of money for these large fries. And they're not getting, they're getting what you would get in a small fry, pretty much. And the cardboard, the small fry and the large fry are pretty much the same thing. And, but the owners were throwing a fit because it costs more money for the plastic. And we're like, we don't give a fuck. Whenever it's busy as shit, we're not going to be sitting there getting our hands dirty, getting our gloves dirty or whatever, trying to put fries in these cardboard containers and ripping people off at the same time. When we can just do it twice as fast, twice as efficient, they get what they pay for, and, you know, as a business, let's say they didn't have any cardboard containers, let's say all they had was plastic containers, you have to pay whatever it takes to run a business efficiently fast and efficient even if that means paying more money to buy more plastic containers and stop buying the fucking cardboard ones you know it doesn't take a rocket degree to figure that out so the management is terrible the ownership is terrible because they're letting the management do whatever they want um and i'm getting paid shit so this week she's got me on the schedule for like 31 hours i picked up more hours because there was a guy that did two no call no shows and he got fired but i should be at like 35 38 hours with his hours that he lost but no she gave them all to other people she distributed his hours out to other people instead of giving them to me, or, you know, 31 hours is about what I, you know, make on a normal week. Well, I mean, here lately, she's been stiffing me on like 20, 25 hours, because me and her kind of had an argument whenever I was sick. Come to find out, here's the funny part. One of the coworkers that I work with got corona, and I don't think that's what I had Um, because I just, I've I've had this problem before, you know, I get indigestion really bad, I get cramps. If I, if I eat things, like, that are greasy or that are spicy, I think I have ulcers. I'm pretty sure I do, but I also just get indigestion really bad. I think I have GERD. And so sometimes, even if I stay up a couple hours or a few hours... I'll go to sleep. And when I wake up, I'll still be belching up whatever I ate before I went to sleep. So, you know, it's not normal. I think I got to put more enzymes into my gut. I think I got to use probiotics and try that out. <clears throat> the thing about using probiotics is you can't really drink, you know, cuz it'll kill off all the good bacteria. So, um there's a doctor that I follow on Facebook, or on YouTube, and his name is Dr. Berg, B-E-R-G. And he got to talking about detoxifying the liver with kale and blueberries and kefir. And I've, I've drank kefir before, and it instantly gave me tooth problems. My teeth, you know, aren't in the worst shape, but they're not in the best. And instantly gave me tooth problems. I went over to a friend's house, and he had some homemade kefir. I'm pretty sure it was made with, like, goat's milk, because he had goats. Um, anywho, within two hours, or three hours, um, of not brushing your teeth or anything, it'll start giving you a toothache, or, you know, it'll an infection will set in. So you gotta make sure after you're done eating kefir that you brush your teeth because it's a lot of bacteria in that kefir. They call it good bacteria, but I don't know. I think there's some bad bacteria mixed in there with it. So um but supposedly I said, well, why can't I just I talked to the doctor. I said, why can't I just use yogurt? And supposedly, not only is there more nutrition in kefir than yogurt, but um, your body absorbs it differently. So yogurt gets absorbed through your colon, through your intestines. has good bacteria to your colon and everything. But kefir... Is more potent you know it's like yogurt on steroids so and it it promotes good bacterial growth in your stomach and in your intestines so there's a big difference I didn't know that but if you get online you look up dr. Berg it'll tell you everything you need to know Dr. Berg um, talks about a lot of different things. I think he's like a more of a homeopathic type doctor, you know. Um, And in the past, I haven't really... uh, When my sister talked about those kind of doctors, I was like, yeah, right, you know. I would think they're just quacks. But um, the more that I... Excuse me. The more that I live without going to the doctor, and if I can use a home remedy, you know, I, I feel like I'm leaning more towards homeopathic remedies than going to the hospital, so a lot of times it works, I don't know, um, he um, had also come up with many other cures for things like fungal infections of the toenails, you know, that are really simple. But one of the main things that he's been talking about lately is keto diets. And a lot of people that I know have talked about it. They've tried it. My sister even has tried it. And I'm going to say this. It would be a very good diet for me to try. But at the same time, um, I don't think I can cut sugars completely out of my diet. You know, I keep it at a very minimal, uh, I, I don't take in much sugars and whatnot anyways, except for whatever I drink in beer. Um, I don't eat a lot of pastas, really. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I guess I could say I take in a moderate amount of carbs. But the thing with keto diets, they want you to cut out all your carbs. And I don't think I can do that, because I love bread too much. Um, Chips and stuff, you know, here and there. I don't eat them that often, but if I want a bag of fucking Cheetos, I'm going to have a bag of Cheetos. If you want to have a burrito, you can't eat the flour tortillas, you know. um, There's just so many things that you can't eat that has carbs in it. But as long as you keep your carbs, I feel like, to a minimum, then you'll be alright. As long as your body can burn that shit off, you're okay. You gotta think of carbs as like jet fuel. And if you're taking in too much jet fuel and you're not burning off enough jet fuel, that's a problem. You know, eventually that tank's gonna get full. And it's the same thing with your body. You know, you're gonna start getting fat. So... Um mainly what I want to work on is building up more collagen uh, in my joints and promoting not only muscle growth, but soft tissues as well. I want to to try to get um, some synovial fluid in between my knees and my joints. I want to try to do some reverse aging, is what I call it. Um, and for somebody like, like me that's been malnourished in the past you can you can uh, start taking a diet that promotes your body to make synovial fluid um, and like I said collagen is a is a very good start um, but you got to think about it as like being bone on bone. That's pretty much what my knees are right now. There's no lubrication in between. There's no cushion. And it's just breaking down more and more every day. So I need to find a way to reverse that. And people, people take in collagen, but it's the wrong kind of collagen. There's three different kinds. You got collagen from like chickens. You got collagen from like... Seashells and shit that's been ground up, like sea urchins and whatnot, that's whatever the fuck they use, I don't know. And then you've got bovine collagen. Bovine collagen is the best kind. It's also the most expensive kind, but... There's many, many other things that you're going to have to take in that's expensive eating healthy is expensive, so, but if that's what I have to do to kind of reverse this aging effect then that's what I'm going to have to do, so. I hadn't drank a beer in like 3 days, 4 days, something like that, and I felt pretty good. I, I mean, it was noticeable, but, you know, it, it wasn't that noticeable, if that makes any sense. I felt a little bit more pure, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but I wasn't eating as well as I should have either, so at the same time, you know, I, I wasn't feeling 100%. And there's been many times where I haven't really felt 100% here in the past and that's why I haven't started working out because for one I haven't had the time and for two I haven't had the proper nutrition because I haven't haven't had the money to buy the proper nutrition and see somebody can sit there and say oh I'm gonna spend $200 or $300 a month on groceries but that doesn't mean that's what you're gonna stick to really I mean especially if you're eating organic shit it's never going to happen. Your grocery bill is probably going to be a hundred dollars more. You're probably thinking about like four hundred dollars. So, for somebody that's trying to build muscle and somebody that's trying to eat healthy, four hundred dollars a month is probably what you're going to pay. With meat, the cost of meat going up. Um. And don't don't forget that ground beef is even though it's pretty high in fat, it is the perfect source of protein when you're bodybuilding. It's the cheapest source. So I know a lot of people talk about chicken breast, a lot of people talk about steaks and blah blah blah. A steak is very expensive and you only get like 14 grams of protein. And that's on a large steak. So, But at the same time you have diets that tell you to eat a six ounce steak if you're on a keto diet. Um, kind of cut out the red meats, so it's kind of confusing, but I see it as, um, I eat different, I eat, I'm a, I, I'm what they call a flexitarian, if that makes any sense, if anybody's ever googled that, um, it's somebody who mainly eats vegetables and, um, they don't eat meat a lot, but they will eat meat and seafood that's pretty much what a flexitarian is so i will eat meat i still love to eat shrimp and scallops and and steaks and whatnot but i don't really buy it that often you know mainly because it's expensive but um i feel like you can get more nutrition from kale and, and shredded cabbage um, you still need vitamin A and vitamin D and stuff, um, so I still take in red meats. I don't care what they say here and there. So you can go to the store and get a rotisserie chicken for five bucks, or you can you can get some pork chops, you know, but. You know, uh, to be honest, I don't really buy meat that often. And when I do, it's kind of like a treat. So, whenever I'm bodybuilding, well, building muscle, you have to learn how to step that up. You have to pay more money. You have to buy more meat. And, like I said, ground beef is the cheapest and perfect way to do it. Um, there was a can of chicken breast that I was eating the other day. It was like literally one of the only things I had left in the house. And I mixed it with some some mayonnaise, some mustard. Um, stirred it up and everything. Made chicken salad out of it. And it had 80 grams of protein in one can. We're talking about the big cans of chicken breast, you know, that you get at the store. We're not talking about little small cans like tuna. talking about, like, the size of two cans of tuna. Pretty much. Maybe three. But they're the big chunky cans of, like, cooked chicken. And, um, like I said, you drain the juice out of it, shred it up, and put some pickles and mayonnaise and mustard in it, and you've got chicken salad. And it's, like I said, if you eat the whole can in one sitting, that's 80 grams of protein so that's a cheap way to get your protein fixed whenever you're building muscle I don't know how much each can costs Um, I'd have to ask my mom but even at $4 a piece at $4 a piece you're getting more protein than a chicken breast or two at the store and you can't buy six chicken breasts at the store for four dollars. You just can't. So, the canned chicken breast is, you know, I know it's kind of, eh. You know, I'd rather have fresh chicken breast, but if I'm making chicken salad sandwiches, it's perfect. And, um, it's a definite cheap way to build some protein you got your whole daily allowance of protein in one meal. You're supposed to have about, you know, to see results, you should have at least 70 grams of protein. So, if you're eating a steak, like I said, that's 14 grams. Let's say you eat two steaks, you know, that's 28 grams. You have a long way to go. You're taking some milk that has some protein in it, maybe some cheese. But those also have a lot of fats in them too. So you know a lot of people don't eat vegetarian style stuff nowadays they don't they don't find their proteins from vegetables and stuff they find it from meats but I'm trying to I'm trying to 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 change that I'm trying to stay away from that so I don't know be really really difficult because now that I'm working at a pizza place (laughs) they've got wings there they've got pizza there and I'm sure I'm gonna get a discount I mean since I'm a manager I'm gonna you know get a discount but even if I didn't even if I had to pay full price ten dollars for a pizza and I get to make it however I want and you know I love Pizza Hut I know a lot of people talk shit about them but here within the past year or whatever every time I've ordered from them I've had it on time it's been fresh they haven't fucked anything up if I order from Domino's or or Papa John's it always gets fucked up or they're an hour late or something they forget my 2 liter or something so I'm glad to be part of a chain that is on their shit is on their game and has been relatively affordable pretty cheap for people to buy um like i said i have bought pizza hut before because they've got the ten dollar three topping pizza i mean you can't beat that at many other pizza places around here if you get three toppings for a large you're going to pay like eighteen dollars for it so it's a big difference versus $18, you know, um and I feel like I'm gonna learn a lot of things along the way things are, you know, things that I don't know that I'm gonna learn along the way so we'll see but one of the things that I've already found out is they don't make their own dough anymore Pizza Hut doesn't make their own dough from, from what I've heard so far they used to make their own dough and I told them whenever I was in the interview I said yeah whenever I worked at Papa Murphy's we had to make our own dough and the girl that was working the girl that was interviewing me said to the uh, regional manager she said I'm glad we don't have to make our own dough anymore so they must get it delivered already made it's a pre made dough. So, no matter if it's a pan crust or a thin crust, it already comes pre made. I didn't know that. I thought just like the pan pizzas were that way. I didn't know all their crust was that way. It's crazy. Either way, I don't care. It's fucking delicious. <laughs> I can't you know, I can't even wait to get in there and get my hands dirty. I really can't. The smell of all those toppings and pizzas being cooked every night. I'd rather go home smelling like pizza than to go home smelling like tacos. You know, when you go home smelling like grease and tacos, it's fucking terrible. It's like working at McDonald's and smelling like fries, you know? But when you go home smelling like Pizza Hut, it always smells good. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but I do know that I'm gonna make a vow to myself that I'm gonna be one of the best managers that I can be. Um, I'm gonna listen to everybody. Get you know I wanna I wanna be a firm but fair manager. I wanna be able to get everybody's opinion. I wanna know exactly how they feel. I want to be able to work as a team, and I want to be able to get the shit done, uh, and get out of there at a certain time, and we're gonna do that all without, um, fucking up our food costs, because that was one of the major points that she made, was people using measuring cups and shit like that, you know, so that way we don't lose a profit, and when you're getting a fucking large pizza with three toppings for ten dollars, I mean, You can't really afford to fucking lose much more profit than that. You know what I'm saying? It's already cheap as fuck. So, they want me to be in charge of uh, doing the inventory, working whatever shifts that I have to work. She even asked me, you know, would you be okay with even if you had to leave at 12 o'clock or 1 in the morning and I said yeah, I don't care, I'm gonna ride my bike home anyways I don't care if it's 12 or 1 or 11 I'm still gonna have to ride my bike home, so I'm gonna take the same way and I've got a certain way that I take and it's a pretty pretty easy straightforward route you know it's the same distance that I usually take to get to the taco joint maybe a little bit longer, but it seems shorter, so... I'm kinda glad that this, um... kinda glad that this opportunity came about, because like I said, it, it not only helps me get to van life a lot quicker, but, um, it saves me from doing crazy things that I would've never done, like moving to Chicago. I mean I'm not gonna say that I would never move to Chicago but the prices there are just ridiculous. I can maybe find somewhere for like $900 a month but I got to pay my utilities. I gotta pay for electricity and shit like that and this apartment I don't pay electricity or anything it's all included in the rent um, The apartment that I had before that it was the same thing I didn't it was all included in the rent. And that's how I like to keep it when I'm renting. Because I'm already wasting enough money renting out somewhere anyways. You don't build up any equity whenever you rent out. Um, It's not yours. You don't get to keep it. So let's say you stay there for three years or five years. You spend $6,800 a year or more just to live there. That's money that you're never going to get back. That's, that's money that, you know, like I said, it's not yours, you're never going to be able to change it or modify it or put in a, a jacuzzi, you're just, that's, it's not yours. With that being said, all that money that you wasted on paying rent over the years, you could have had your own house. Or you could have had your own van that's tricked out by now, I mean... And then had money left over. I mean... So it just doesn't make any sense for me... For people to rent. And there's a lot of young kids out there... That are going to be renters. Because they just don't have the money to buy a house. For one. And... They're not the type of people that will live out of a van for two. Like me. So... With that being said... Um, we're gonna see a housing crisis pretty soon. I don't know exactly when, but it's gonna be pretty soon. Because, um, it's gonna be the same thing whenever we went into the last economy crash. And the housing market fucking plunged. There's gonna be a lot of houses out there, but there's not gonna be a lot of people with money to buy them. So they're just gonna sit there empty. And abandoned and it's going to be like fucking michigan or detroit you just drive down fucking any road in detroit and you'll see strands of abandoned houses and that's going to be what america looks like if we go into another economic collapse and i'm not looking to buy a house anywhere around here because with everybody expanding and expanding and expanding you know, my neighbors are already close enough as it is. There's already enough crime and everything that I gotta deal with. So for it to just keep expanding, why would I want to buy property here within the city limits? You know? And it's gonna it's gonna be that way for anybody. Whether it's me or whether it's Joe Blow down the street, he's not gonna want to buy any property in the city limits either. With all the crime and shit going on, he's gonna Buy some property out in the rural areas in the country. And that's the way it is with any other state or citizen. Even if you're one of those country or one of those city folks, even if you love being in the bar or in the club. You love being in the city atmosphere, you still want to live out in the country. Because everybody just wants to get away from all the bullshit. At the end of the day, that's the American dream. To have your own property in the middle of nowhere. And not have to listen to anybody tell you shit. That's pretty much what the American dream is. Nowadays. It used to be in the day that you, you had your own house. You had a good job. You had kids. You had your car paid off, and you lived happily ever after. That's what the American dream was. But nowadays, to just get by, um, maybe have some land or whatever, but but to be able to just get by and live happily, um, whether you have kids or not, I mean, is kind of the American dream. So. If you can get ahead, great. With me, I haven't had a vacation in ten years. Well, more than that. I, my twenty-first birthday. I'm gonna be thirty-two this June. So, well, this thir- the thirtieth. Um. And I haven't had a vacation. So next year, I'd like to go back to. Either Daytona, because that's where I went from my my 21st. I'd like to go back there. Even if I have to go alone, I don't give a fuck. I really don't. Or I'd like to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. Or I'd like to go to the Sierra Mountains and camp for a week. That's another thing I thought. I'd like to go see the Grand Canyon. I'd like to go see San Francisco. You know, there's many places that I want to see. Many, many, many places. I've got, on Google Maps, I've got probably um, over a thousand places already pinned. I know it's over a thousand. Uh, And I've got bookmarks and pins everywhere, all over the map. Some of them are in this country, some of them are in Canada... Some of them are even down in South America. um, Or in other countries, you know what I'm saying? But... It's just places that I've watched a video and somebody told me, Oh, this is a great place to, to visit. Or... I've done my research and it's just... I don't know. I wish I could really explain it. I mean, whenever I pull up Google Maps, it looks like a fucking uh there's just dots all over the fucking place (laughs) like literally and i have to start that journey somewhere i have to make out a a a, you know a trip itinerary somewhere i'm not going to be able to get it all done in a year i can tell you that but i'd like to to do it in a certain pattern to where i can see as much as i can for as cheap as i can so Maybe doing like the Northwest one year and doing the Southwest the next year, you know, kind of spacing it out like that. Who knows? But I'm also trying to get into paramotoring. And for anybody that doesn't know what paramotoring is, like I've said in the past, it's where you strap a a wing on, uh, like a parachute, and you have a two-stroke engine strapped on your back and it's pretty much like flying a weed eater around <laughs> but it's more cooler it's more fun you can literally go above the clouds you know you can go wherever the fuck you want and you don't need a pilot's license to fly one um... you do have to have a pretty good open area to take off and there are a lot of airfields out there that will let you take off um, Smaller ones that aren't, you know, big commercial airports, they'll let you take off. Um, like I said, you don't need to have a license. It's important for you to go and take a take a class for two weeks. I think it's a thousand or two thousand dollars, but you know, it's important to be able to to know what the fuck you're doing. So, um, and once you master it, once you get 50 flights down, or less, maybe even 30, you're going to feel like you're unstoppable. You know, it's going to feel great to be able to fly wherever the fuck you want. And I think the fuel tank that I was looking at on one model was like 17 liters. So, let's just do the math, because I'm not, I'm not very big with liters, but we'll just see 17... Divided by 3 is like 5 gallons. And 5 gallons sounds like, eh, that's not a lot. But when you got a 2 stroke engine, that's a lot of fucking gas. To have 5.5 gallons. I knew a guy that had a motorized bike and he had a a 2 gallon tank. And he says, this, this tank that I just filled up will get me 200 miles. So you just think flying over somewhere with no stop signs, with no traffic, you can get a lot further with twice as much fuel, you know what I'm saying? So whenever you move out somewhere, like in Arizona, and maybe you have to go to the store, you can just fly into the store on your paramotor and save a shitload of gas instead of driving your car 40 miles all the way around you can just fly 20 miles straight in and sip on gas so it's a a big difference I mean at first it's gonna cost a lot of money to buy it because the cheapest paramotor that I found is like seven grand plus the wing is about two or three thousand and the reserve parachute is another thousand and then the class is about 2000 So, I mean, you're looking at some pretty good money. Like fifteen grand. But once you buy that engine, once you initially purchase it, and you take care of it, you have your own little workshop that you take care of it, it'll be worth the fucking money that you spend on it. It might, you know, it's the same thing whenever I bought the Cannondale, whenever I bought my bicycle, everybody was like, a thousand dollars? You paid a thousand dollars for that bicycle? Well, yeah, but it's lasted me for over seven years already, and it's a fucking beast. It's still going. It still gets me to work every day, in the winter, and the summer. It's a fucking monster. Even though, you know, the gears have been fucked up for over a year now it still gets me from point A to point B you know it might not run the smoothest it might not be where it should be but it still gets me from point A to point B that thousand dollars that I spent has gotten me from and to work for the past seven years or more and that's worth the investment so it's the same thing with the paramotor if it gets you to and from the store the next 10 years it's gonna save you not only so much on gas but it's gonna save you time it's gonna be fun while you get to do it you know um, so $7,000 or $15,000 sounds like a lot of money but it's a drop in the bucket even if you take 20 grand and you say oh it's gonna last you 10 years that's $2,000 a year And for somebody that doesn't have any bills that lives out of their van, two thousand dollars a year isn't a lot of money. So when you're used to paying sixty-five hundred a year on rent or more, so <clears throat> the same thing with groceries. I mean, it's about three thousand dollars a year for groceries. So you can really. Uh, can really be surprised it and you know like I said it's gonna be an initial investment it's like the same thing with van life Um, I'm gonna pay X amount of money for this van and then I'm gonna live out of it and save up but whenever I go and pay $30,000 for the brand new van it's it's gonna be an investment for the next 10 to 20 years hopefully more hopefully I can live out of it for longer as long as I take care of it, but who knows how much longer gasoline vehicles are even going to be allowed on the road, you know, with this whole um, electric car bullshit and new laws being passed, you know, who knows, so, all I know is I want to be able to save up enough money to buy my own little toys as well. I like to live on the road in a van, but I'd also like to have a garage somewhere and some land to be able to go back home to for a home base to where I can park my little toys, you know, um, you know, whether it's a Corvette or a four-wheeler or whatever, something I might not be able to take with me on the road, um, I'd like to have somewhere where I can store that. In somewhere where it's not going to be really easy for somebody to steal. You know, it's not going to be right off the highway. I want it tucked back 20 miles inland, you know. And um, I want it that way on purpose because I want it away from everybody. You know, if the end of the world came, I want to be able to take my van and go twenty miles in the middle of nowhere nobody's gonna march twenty miles you know just to fuck with you so you might have a little nut that comes along every once in a while but you know you just kinda deal with that whenever you come along with it um, but, you know, land is so cheap over in Arizona, and it does get kind of toasty over there. Um, like I said, there was a place called Caballo Loco Ranch that was letting people rent out a space for $1,000 a year. Um, that's That's another option for you to save up some money. But, you gotta think, in order for you to drive into town to be able to get some work you gotta drive 20 to 40 miles each way just to get to work so it better be that you work from home or you work on the internet because there's not going to be any way that you're going to be able to drive to and from and be able to afford it especially with gas prices right now at five dollars a gallon And I don't care what kind of fuel-efficient car you have, whether it's a Hyundai or whatever, it's not cheap right now. So, let's say you fill up a tank on a Hyundai and you drive to and from and to and from, your tank's probably going to be close to empty. You better be getting it filled up, because like I said, out there it's 20 miles to the nearest town. So... Something you gotta kinda think about. I thought about getting a hold of a. There's a housing place. Well, not a housing place. It's a company that builds houses. And they will take a 3D printer and, and spray the concrete in. And uh, it's like $4,000 or $5,000. It's cheap as fuck. I thought about that. Um so who knows. I think right now I'm just gonna stick with Van Life. I'm gonna pursue that for a while and see how that works and then if I wanna get some land, I got enough money saved up, then why not? I also don't want to pay taxes on somewhere that I'm not gonna really use. So gotta make sure it's gonna be low property taxes and and Even then, why pay property taxes on somewhere if you're not ever going to be there? So that's going to be kind of later down the road. Anywho. uh, There was some stuff that I was going to talk about. I wish I would have more time, but we're going to have to cut this podcast short. Because it's 58 and a half minutes in. So... Till the next one, it was real, it was fun, but it wasn't real fun. But making more money is real fun, so, you know, I can't wait to start this new job. Deuces, till the next one.